sincerely mean. Tange, of course. This podcast is for building a healthier you right now. From family trauma, the mom life, relationships, relation sinks, building confidence, and so much more. Still unsure whether this is for you? Stick around and see for yourself. back to part two of this adultification bias series so oh last time i basically went over how caucasians because you know i'm not gonna get into details about certain names and go back to the first episode for that how caucasians came over to where we were saw how we dressed saw how we looked obviously brought us to the states and you know made excuses for why they could rape us tear us down all that not all that good stuff but you know what I mean but this episode is about innocence being a sex symbol so as children we are taught more to worry about how much skin is showing with the clothes that we wear. Because I know me growing up, um, unfortunately, I was a bit top-heavy. So there were a lot of shirts that my mom really didn't want me to wear. Me and my sister, sisters. The lot of shirts she didn't want us to wear. She wanted to make sure, you know, that we were covered up. Not too many crazy, like, v-necks or anything like that. Which I understand now. And even before, like, I understood because, you know, they can suggest that word again, certain things about us before we even speak. Like in professional settings, we have to worry about how our peers perceive us, us as black women, especially depending on what kind of clothes we wear, which is obviously BS, but let's be real, that's the reality. We're more prone to harassment, risk of being fired because of the choice of clothing or the fact that our hair is is inappropriate. And that's something that's still, again, going on today. There's always an argument about what styles are okay for us as Black women to wear at our job. Like our natural hair and our natural styles seem to be offensive or not clean enough or professional enough looking unfortunately in some areas as for like harassment I literally worked at a warehouse where I was a trainer and the person that was in charge of the trainers all the trainers literally sexually harassed everyone there wasn't a day going by that I wasn't commented on about how my tights looked Oh, about me going to the gym, how nice my body looks. Oh, oh, if they weren't married, they would do this. I had comments like that from people that were in relationships, people that were married. I had a, what is it? I had a older gentleman that I was friends with who constantly made passes at me. I had his wife write a letter to my job suggesting all types of 
messed up things about me to try and get me fired. Yeah, y'all, it was that deep. Literally did not want her husband for the life of me, but whatever. Story time, though. A different story time, because I literally just ran through a few stories. But story time. I worked at a daycare, like, years, years ago. That was, like, my first job. I got it when I was um, in high school. I had an unnecessary amount of credit, so I was able to do co-op, do school half the day, and then go work for the other half of the day. So, obviously, that's money, so I chose to do that. So, I had this friend that, um, we're just going to call her Legs. And then there was this other Caucasian girl there. In the summertime, obviously it's hot. We were allowed to wear shorts. Now my friend, she was, again, her name was Legs, so she was tall. She was probably like 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, and then the other girl, Caucasian girl, she was shorter. Not super short, but pretty average, maybe like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, she wore shorts as well. Now my friend... She had a bit of a body on her. So she wore shorts the one day and then the other girl wore shorts that same day. My friend was told that she had to go home and she had to change her shorts because they were distracting or whatever the case may be. I personally thought it was bullshit, but whatever. Mind you, I looked at the other girl's shorts. I looked at her shorts. Their shorts were literally the same length. The only difference was is that the other girl didn't have a body on her. I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. She was kind of shaped like a cardboard box. Nothing against it. Everybody does not need to be voluptuous, but I'm just trying to give you guys a visual, <clears throat> a visual or like a mental picture of what this looked like. My friend had was slim. She had, you know, a bit of a bump on her in the back, but her shorts, if she bent over, you couldn't see anything. The other girl, flat as a cardboard box, like all the way around, a little bit like wider, you know, or whatever. Again, nothing wrong with it. Just trying to give you guys a mental picture. But her shorts were also, you know, you bend over, you can't see anything. But her shorts, again, also the same length as my friends. I remember me and her talking about it and being so mad because we were like, you literally only got sent home because your body frame is more distracting than hers nobody is not going to look at her if she bends over not saying people are attracted to those body types i have to keep refraining this because i don't want somebody like oh my god she's like body shaming no that's not what i'm doing mind your business but nobody's not really going to pay her too much attention but my friend on the other hand mind you she had tattoos as well so Maybe it was because that was distracting too as well, but they hired her knowing she had all those tattoos, so I don't even want to hear none of that. But yeah, we were all just, all of the um, black and brown girls that worked that job, we were all extremely upset because we knew what the situation was and it was unfair. But we couldn't prove that's why she was doing that. Because she tried to, the person that was in charge tried to make it seem like it was a general thing. And she's just going by code. No, we know what you're doing, but it's cool. My friend went and changed with no problem, of course, though. Okay, but back to the research. In 2017, Georgetown University 
studies said that black girls as young as what is it oh five years old are already seen less innocent and in need of support compared to Caucasian girls of the same age yeah yeah this presumption leads teachers to treat black girls older than what they really are and some even not even some and more harshly than their Caucasian female students we are viewed as more belligerent violent and aggressive than our Caucasian peers Like, I saw this video, I don't know, was it on TikTok? I think so. This Caucasian guy calling this girl the N-word, and she literally threw a drink at him. Nobody came to her defense, only recorded her being hostile, which, of course, is how we're, all, how we're always portrayed on social media. And it's sad. Uh, granted, I don't know the context of the video. I don't know what happened, but it looked very unprovoked. The girl wasn't bothering anybody. She was literally going into the school. And he said that to her, and she just threw her stuff at him. And everyone standing around her laughing, you know, recording her, making a joke, saying she's being, um, you know, she's being disrespectful. She's being dramatic. To me, that was so triggering because... What? Why is it? Why is that okay? Every time things like this happen to black women, it always shows us like snapping out, but it never shows what happened in the first place. Like what led up to that? And we're always getting blamed for having a reaction, but when we don't react, the outcomes are just as bad. So it's, we're always in this situation where like, damned if you do damned if you don't type of thing black girls are punished apparently according to the study more severely in school because since we are seen as more aggressive we are Okay, had to pause for a bit because, yeah, that's what happens when you try and record and you have a um, very talkative child. (laughs) But anyways, back to the point. Um, I was saying black girls are punished more severely in school because we are seen as more aggressive. We are seen as more of a threat versus our more quote-unquote feminine Caucasian peers. I've, I took AP English in high school my last year. And there I had a Caucasian um, classmate and very smart, very pretty girl. We were friends. I genuinely don't have anything against her. She's probably living her best life because she was smart as smart as hell. But she would constantly interrupt the teacher during class and still attend that class every day with no issue. Like when I say interrupt y'all, like interrupt her. I mean, she had a good reason because 
she would teach something and she would actually be wrong. And my classmate would correct her. Like, I'm all for people, you know, calling stuff out. But y'all, this was all the time. All the time. But I've been at other school where I've watched black girls get sent out of the class for the same exact thing, but being deemed disruptive, being disrespectful. I mean, I know as black girls, we've all seen it. Especially if you're somebody who went to like a hood school, a more urban school, I would say. And then went to like a suburban school or a school that had more access and more availability, like with their classes and more range of like things you could do. You have seen it. And it just, the math don't math, y'all. It don't make, it doesn't make any sense. But I want to rewind back to the whole how art, Caucasian peers are seen as more feminine than us. Again, another TikTok reference. If you're on TikTok, there are so many black girls that I'm starting to see across my feed that live like, you know, the stay at home wife life, stay stay at home girlfriend life. And there are so many people in the comments literally coming for them. Oh, if he leave, like you're never, you're never going to get anywhere, which I don't know if I talked about this type of living like on on the podcast because I know I do have something about hypergamy on here. I don't think anything is wrong with the life. I do believe as a woman, period, whether you're black or Caucasian, you do need to have your own money. But I see so many of our women living this life get attacked more aggressively as if we're not allowed to have that life. Why? Why do we have to be super aggressive all the time? Why is being dainty and cute okay for everyone else except us? Why is it weird for us to be wearing dresses and bows and wear pink all the time and have nice little cute handbags? Like, why is that weird? Why is that disturbing to anyone? Why does that bother so many people? Because of studies like this. Us being aggressive, us being... um violent and belligerent and aggressive starts so early before we're able to even comprehend what the heck is even going on we're still trying to figure out life and people have already deemed us oh she's just going to be like the rest of them you don't even know me i don't even know me like (laughs) it's just sad y'all black girls are pushed into the whole school-to-prison pipeline just like the boys are. Whether it be direct or indirect practices that push students of color out of school to the prison path. But I can't really get into that in this episode, you guys. Like, you have to wait for the next one. Hopefully you are enjoying this series again. Um, we'll get into the next part is the last part. I know, so sad. But 
I will talk to you guys again in another episode of Sincerely Tange. See ya.